Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to the year 2015. I don't know what your experience was in the previous year, 2014, but I pray, I declare, and believe for you that this will be your best year so far. This will be your best year so far. Perhaps you had a wonderful year in 2014. Perhaps everything went well with you last year. For that, I say congratulations. I still encourage you to expect the best because the best is yet to come for you. I'm happy that you had a great time in 2014. And I believe and I agree with you that even 2015 will be even better. The scripture says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 that the path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter to the full light of day. I hope that for you. I pray that for you. And I encourage you to continue to look for better things in 2015. Perhaps you had a different experience in 2014. Maybe 2014 was terrible for you. Maybe you got disappointed. Maybe you got heartbroken. Maybe things did not work out for you. Maybe 2014 was a terrible year for you. Maybe people offended you. Maybe people broke your heart. Maybe people hurt you. I want to encourage you to expect better this year. I encourage you as well to forgive and let go. Forget the things that are behind you and look forward to what God has for you this year. There are better things for you ahead. Be encouraged. Keep your head up. Don't allow what happened to you in 2014 hold you back from what God has for you this year, 2015. Let go and let God bring things into your life. Let go so that God can let come. Let go from your life so that God can let come into your life. Be encouraged. The best is yet to come. Several years ago, I remember, particularly starting from 2001, that's when I began to have the desire to be in a relationship. Of course, at the time, I did not believe that I was ready for marriage. But between the time you find somebody and the time for marriage, there is a window. There's a process. But at the time, the first thing was, I need to find somebody. I began to desire. In fact, it was around that time that I thought I was supposed to marry somebody. At the time, things never worked out. But nonetheless, the fact of the matter was, I believe starting from 2001, every year, I'm thinking to myself, maybe this may be the year where I find the love of my life. This may be the year where I find a mate. So what kept happening was 2002 rolled by. Nothing happened, and I'm hoping, okay, maybe 2002, I might find that person. Then 2003 rolled by, and nothing happened. Then 2004 rolled by, and nothing happened. And 2005, unlike that, and perhaps you experienced that. Maybe you're experiencing that even now. It's 2015 now. Perhaps when it was 2014, when the year rolled by, January 2014, you had all these expectations for 2014, hoping that maybe this may be the year. And it didn't happen. And now 2015 has rolled by. And perhaps you have that same desire, that same craving and hoping that this may be the year. I'm hoping with you. I'm praying with you. I'm agreeing with you that this will be the year. Be encouraged. Nonetheless, having gone through that experience year after year, and it seems like nothing happened. Perhaps in 2014 for you, maybe you did find somebody, but it didn't work out. Maybe you got your heart broken or maybe you never 
got close to finding anyone. Perhaps you've experienced that for a long time. Perhaps your experience has been you start something or something starts or something looks like it's going to happen and there's a flame initially, then it withers away. It, it wanes. It, it, it quickly um, dies down. You know, I pray and I agree and I'm believing with you that it will be different this year. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. If you're trusting God, if you're praying, if you're surrendered to God, all this while, keep up the good work. The best is yet to come. God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love that you have shown toward him. It's just a matter of time. Hold on. Keep the dream alive. It's just a matter of time. Maybe you haven't surrendered to God. Maybe you haven't sought God wholeheartedly. Maybe you sought God half-heartedly. I want to encourage you to take that step, to surrender it all, to really delight in God. Like I've said so many times in numerous podcasts, I've, I keep saying, delight in the Lord, and He will grant you the desires of your heart. The desires of your heart, I granted, are given to you after you delight in the Lord. And, I've, and like I've said so many times, the word translated as delight in Psalm 37 verse 4, it's the Hebrew word anag, and it means to be soft and pliable. I encourage you to be soft and pliable in God's hands. Let God have his way with you. When God has his way with you and is able to do what he needs to do in you, then he can bring someone to you. I encourage you to allow him to have that say, to have that control to have that liberty to do great things for you. It's been said that insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. If what you've been doing doesn't line up with God's plans for your life, I'm afraid you're going to experience the same disappointment this year. If you have been delighting in God, then rest assured, it's just a matter of time that God will bless you with the person He has for you. But if you're not I want to encourage you to delight in God. And when you do that, He will grant you the desires of your heart. Some translations say He will give you the desires of your heart, and others say He will grant you the desires of your heart. I want you to think of the word grant from two perspectives. Perhaps you're familiar with applying for financial aid. If you try to go to college and get funding for school, one of the things that we do is apply for financial aid and one of the financial aids so that there are different types of financial aids and one of the financial aids that the government often makes available to potential students is grants there are loans and there are grants grants are free money from the government you don't pay back a grant the grant is free the government gives you the grant that's the first concept or the first perspective i want you to have in mind when i talk about god granting you the desire of your heart. You see, prior to delighting in God, chances are you had desires in your heart. But the desires in your heart are likely different from God's desire for you. So many times when we don't seek God with all of our hearts, when we don't surrender to Him, when we don't rely on Him, we have our own ideas. We have our own plans. And the, uh, with regard to getting married and being in a relationship we often have our own ideas of whom the right partner will be whom the right person will be 
And often that idea, that image is not God's plan. So what happens is we may pray to God to give us X, Y, and Z, which is based on our idea, our desires of whom we want to marry or be in relationship with, but it never happens because that's not God's plan. So when you and I yield ourselves, when we surrender to God, we're now given the opportunity to grant us the desires. In other words, give us the desire. In other words, download into our hearts, reprogram our minds with His desire for you and I. When you delight in God, you give Him the opportunity to first grant you or give you the desire He wants you to desire. He opens your heart and downloads, deposits, drops the desire, drops the profile, the image, the outlook, the character of the person he wants you to desire. He downloads it into your heart. He drops it into your heart. He deposits it into your heart. He configures your heart. He reprograms your heart. He places into your heart the profile of the person he has for you. And when he has made the copy of that person and pasted it in your heart, thereby granting or giving that person's profile into or dropping it into your heart, then all of a sudden you have, you have a desire for the person, the profile, the character of the person God wanted you to have in the first place. So God has given you the first grant. The second grant is now, now that you are surrendered to God, now that you have that desire, then you ask him for it and you pray to him for it and you know you're praying according to his will. Now God knows that you're asking him for what he already placed in your heart. Then he gives you the second grant, which is now gives you the person and now leads you to the person and now directs you to the person. That is why it is so important to delight in God so that he can grant you the desires of your heart. The first grant or giving or deposit or download or reprogramming or configuring of you is to align your heart to what he has for you, to put in your heart the man or woman he has for you. Then you pray for that type of person. Then he does the second grant, which is give you the person he has for you. No wonder we are encouraged in Romans 12 not to be conformed to the world or to, or to copy the behaviors or the mindsets or the approaches of people who don't really seek God. Because when we do that, we are transformed. It's the renewing of our minds that enables us not to be like everybody else, not to approach relationships like everybody else. The renewing of our mind takes place when we are surrendered to God, when we're delighting in Him, when we are soft and pliable in God's hands. Then God can reshape us and remold us and reconfigure our hearts and our minds and our desires and, and in the process deposit what He wants us to have. And after that first grant, then He gives us the second grant, which is the person that you're asking Him for. So I want to encourage you to continue to delight in God, and He will grant you 
the desires of his heart. And I'm praying and believing that he will do it this year. And perhaps you notice that this process is a process. To something yourself up and let God be in control is a process. And the process of putting things in your heart is a process as well. So you can imagine that it's a time thing. So the quicker, the faster you position yourself for God to have his way in your life, the more he can begin to move along in bringing you the person as well as other things that he has for you. So be encouraged and expect God's best this year. I want to pray for you right now. Father God, I thank you for this person listening. I thank you, Lord, for being mindful of them. Thanks for thinking about them. Thanks for letting your face shine on them. Thanks for being merciful and gracious toward them. I ask that you surround them with favor like a shield. Position this person like a secure peg wherever you want him or her to be, Father God. If this person wants to get married, Father, I pray and I agree that you bless this person with a mate. I pray that you help them find their spouse and help their spouse find them. I pray that this person will not complicate what you have simplified. I pray that you give this person discernment to recognize the person you have for them. I pray that you open their hearts to receive this person. Open their eyes to see this person. Open their mind to understand this person. Give them the courage to walk in this relationship. So many times people climb up and are afraid and sometimes miss out from whom you have for them because of fear. Because of fear of what people may say, because of fear that things might not work out. Whichever case, I thank you that you have not given this person the spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. This individual will not be afraid. They will take courage. They will walk by faith and not by sight. They will let your peace rule in their hearts and be the signal to let them know that this is of you, Lord. I pray and I thank you for bringing a godly person, someone who is also surrendered, someone who is also delighting you across their path. And I thank you that they will recognize this person. And I thank you that your word says, how can two people walk together unless they are in agreement? I thank you that this person and the person you have for them, they will agree to be in a relationship. They will not play games because playing games is not part of your plan. It's not part of your agenda toward bringing people together. You are all about agreement. You are all about honesty and integrity. I pray that people will be honest. They will walk in agreement. They will receive each other and walk in line with your plan for their lives. And I thank you that you will bless this marriage, Lord. I thank you for blessing this person with the marriage they so desire. I thank you but that until that time, until they meet that person, until that opportunity presents itself, that this person will continue to trust you and not lean on his or her understanding. They will not lean on the statistics. They will not lean on the negative information or facts or perhaps lies about marriages and about relationships, that they will look at you solely and not on television, Hollywood, or what's going on around them. I thank you for giving them the courage and giving them the faith and the trust in you to hold on and know that they are closer than they think. Thank you, Father, for doing this and more for this individual in Jesus' name. You are closer than you think. Be encouraged. The best is yet to come for you this year. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Listen, you might be listening to this for the first time. If you are, thanks for listening to the podcast. I want to encourage you to check our archives. <laughs> All we started in 2014 while you're single. 
Feel free to browse and listen to all the stuff we share. They're all connected. They're all helpful. They'll inform and inspire you. The ministry is called While You Were Single, and our mission is to inform and inspire single adults everywhere to find and fulfill God's purpose in every aspect of their lives. Over the years, I've heard singles complain that they feel left out in church services. They feel like all that is being shared, most of what's being ministered is toward married people and toward families, and a lot of singles feel left out. Well, while you're single, is designed to fill that void. While you're single, is not trying to get you out of church. We are not for church replacement. We are for church supplement. We are supplementing what you're already receiving in your church. So if you happen to be in the Houston area, or if you can make it to Houston, we'll invite you to join us for one of our While You're Single services. It takes place once a month. Our schedule is from February to December. So our first service for this year is going to be powerful. I highly encourage you to come check us out. We'll be on the day before Valentine's Day, February the 13th, 2015 at Houston Baptist University. If you'd like more information about that, I encourage you to check out our website, whileyouaresingle.org. You can also like us and join us on Facebook, Facebook slash while you are single. We are also on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at while the letter U are single. We hope that you'll continue to listen to the podcast. And if this has blessed you in any way, if any of our podcasts or services has been a blessing to you in any way, I encourage you to share with your friends. I'm sure you know people that may like what has been shared through the podcast, people that need the ministry that While You're Single offers. We encourage you to share our podcast with them and share about While You're Single with them. Thank you for listening to the While You're Single podcast. Hope you can listen to the first podcast of the year which is on Monday, January the 5th. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be great. It's going to be talking about having a second chance in love. You do not want to miss it. It's going to be powerful. So I encourage you to check it out, to listen to it, and share it with your friends. And everything else you listen to and you hear from while you were single, when you browse the podcast archive, feel free to share with others as well. We are also on iTunes. You can subscribe to OJ Talks Ministries podcast on iTunes. When you go to the podcast section, look for OJ Talks Ministries. And that's where the While You're Single podcast are generated as well. Thank you for listening. Again, Happy New Year. And I'm expecting great and mighty things for you this year as you continue to delight in the Lord. So I speak Psalm 20 verse 4 over you. I pray that God will make all your plans succeed and grant you the desires of your heart. Thank you for listening. Take care. God bless. And stay tuned for the next podcast, January the 5th. Take care. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his 
by going to ojcooksministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.